great future. We're talking real money. Hi, welcome to the Talking Real Money podcast. We want to help you deal with your money better, which means investing better, protecting it better, saving it, spending it, all that stuff. And one of the things we we are constantly, constantly bombarded with are these new creative pitches for financial insurance products because the insurance industry, these folks, one, they're not heavily regulated, and two, they're very creative. Very creative. So, Tom, what do you what do you think the latest, latest and greatest invention from the insurance industry might be now? Cradle to grave insurance, Don, where I wake up, I'm one day old, and I know I'm gonna be taking care of the rest you of my life. Have an income I'm not for gonna the have to rest worry about your life. that's it. I'm good. I'm <laughs> whatever it is, I'm taking care oh, of. Oh, golly, you're pretty What's close. What's that gonna cost me? What's you're that gonna cost close. me? Huh? You're pretty close. There's a couple of new things out there, and I and I'm just not I, Oh, there's very little chance they're going to be good for you. They're going to be good for your insurance company and your insurance agent and all those guys. Very, very, very little chance they're going to be good for you. One of the latest is a social security protection plan. This is what? for the country, for the individual. No, no, no. This is for individuals. Ah, okay. For I individuals they were guarantee social security. No, they just raised a bunch of money to fund this new idea. Yeah. yeah. Uh, because, because. There was a report out that said Social Security, if nothing changes, well, that's an important qualifier. If nothing changes, we'll start pulling in less than it pays out. Thank you. It will not in, go bankrupt. No. That's the phrase they always use to scare people. Oh, it's going to go away in like 18 years or nine, whatever it is. Well, no, it's still bringing money in. It just won't have enough to pay everything out as it is today. That's and it. These, these social security uh, protection plan salespeople are implying that your benefits in 2033 will be cut by 24%. Okay, 24%. So think that through just for a moment. You are 70 years old. You're living in Iowa. 80% of your income comes from Social Security, which is not an outrageous, I mean, for a lot of people, Social Security is the majority of their income. Mm -hmm. And you get go down to your little computer terminal, type in my bank account, find out that your benefit your voice got is- very high. I'm, I'm a little concerned about it. <laughs> oh, so hot from Mexico. <laughs> uh, and you find out that you got 20% less than you did the previous month. Now- Will you just say, oh, that's really not very good because now I can't pay XYZ bill? Will you get angry? Will you take the pitchforks and torches to the Capitol? I'll bet it will be the latter. Social Security is what they call the third rail of the U.S. government, U.S. political system for a very good reason. Because so many of us are going to be dependent on it in a big way in retirement. So this idea that the Congress would just do nothing and just say, oh, well, that's just tough. You'll be okay. You're 70. You'll be dead soon. It doesn't matter. You can use less money. That is not the politically. I cannot see how that would happen, period. So these people that have put this together, I think are outrageous. This is a scare tactic. And guess what? It's a sales tactic for them to take in money, your money, so that you feel protected from something that is so unlikely to happen. Now, remember, 
There have been other crises. Social Security set up 90 years ago. So there have been a few crises along the way. And guess what has happened? Well, they, they did things like increase the amount of the tax. Really? And what's on the table today? Well, maybe increasing the tax. Maybe, and I think this makes a ton of sense for younger people, that they can't start drawing it until maybe 65, 66. People are living far longer than they did 90 years ago. There's a lot of things that could fix this with a very small change, Don. So I think this is an outrageous sales pitch, truly, and should be completely ignored. Wow. Wow. He was just hot about that one. Oh, man. Uh, Well, yeah, then you won't like this one either. (laughs) Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you didn't like that one. If you didn't you like that my one, you're not gonna, you're, yeah, you're not gonna, yeah. if you if you didn't like that one, you're not going to like this one. Uh, mm. This is from Kiplinger's. You yeah. know, Knight. I um, do know Knight Kiplinger. It's, it's a new thing here. I love their names. A personal pension plus. Oh, this is my cradle to grave thing. Huh? Per, personal pension plus. Uh-huh. What uh-huh. it is? It's a. The, they finally uh, way down in the article get to a description of what it is. It's called a contingent deferred annuity and will you please explain you've what never heard of those have you contingent, contingent deferred, annuity. deferred annuity what it is is and i'll just read you their description because ah, i mean you i'm know not what a sure deferred exactly how is. they work yes. a cda oh, of course it's got a, it's got an acronym mm-hmm. uh, a cutta a, a cda <laughs> acts as a risk wrapper for your iras roths and brokerage accounts so it's it's insurance that wraps around your portfolio and if for some reason your portfolio fails to pay what you thought it would pay for whatever reason the insurance will at some point with lots of qualifiers kick in and in and 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 give you a little addition to your income so you'll it's guaranteed never to go down no your income you're below in- a certain level, yeah. yes. Below a certain level. Guarantee- now I don't know what that level is, and that level is probably at a number that makes it incredibly profitable for the insurance company and a terrible deal for you. Because what does this wrapper cost? Bear in mind, you're not really investing any money in this. You're just sort of buying an insurance policy. Should your income fall below a certain level, and you know they're going to do the math and go, well, you know, that's not likely to happen. They're going to charge you between 1% and 2.2% of all of your assets for this insurance policy every year. How's the track record been on this? Track record? Track record? Yeah, I mean, how's it done the last 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, et cetera? There is no track record. Oh, so this is a new. This is something they just dreamed up somewhere back in New York to start selling you. And what sure really bothers me is, by the way, this is this this is not Kiplinger's. This is this is one of my beefs with the with the uh, personal financial advice industry. Remember back in the old day, I used to be a talk show host who got a paycheck for doing a nationally syndicated show. That you did. And then I got replaced all over the country by people who bought time. Like we do That's now. True. We have to. Just to would you think the show would get carried if we didn't buy our time? Rick Edelman bought his time. Basically, Dave Ramsey does the same with revenue sharing. You can't yes, get does. on unless you subsidize the radio station. So, anyway, this article was written by a guy from a company called Retire One. Hmm. Guess what they sell? Yeah. And, and, and it says that uh, this article was written... And presents the views of the contributing advisor, 
not Kiplinger's. Okay, so um, with anything, with anything that you invest in, you save in, insure by insurance, there's trade-offs, right? I mean, you're giving them money, and they're giving you something, I guess, back in return. Um, So there's trade-offs. And the other thing we know about the insurance industry, you mentioned this briefly, they have to have a – I was was asking about track record. They have a terrific track record. It's unbelievable track record of making them a lot of money, not making you so much money, but they've done a great job of creating these products. Don't have to look very hard. Variable annuities, hmm. Equity index annuities, hmm. You've gone back and done the research on equity index annuities, found out, Don, that they paid out somewhere between three to four percent and they kept mm-hmm. the other and that will by the way, that five was, or six. That was, that was years, quite years ago. ago. Yeah, it was quite yeah, years ago. It was ago. a decade ago. Yeah. So, I mean, this is another situation, and I'm stealing this from another talk show host, where you're simply saying, I'm scared, I'm worried about the future, and I'm going to let them do it because I can cover my eyes, they'll take care of everything, but you're just going to pay them a whole lot to do something that you really do not need them to do with some basic understanding and a correct portfolio and a plan. You don't need this product. But it sounds great. It has that guaranteed ring to it that we all, I just want everything guaranteed. Hmm. Yeah. Haven't found that yet. <laughs> yeah, it's not the way it works. As a matter of fact, I'm, getting, I'm working on an article that I'm writing for uh, Third Act Magazine in uh, the Butte. I think, I think Third Act may be in a number of markets now, but I'm writing an article on annuities, immediate annuities, and their issues. They have issues. The people in the insurance industry don't want you to think they have issues, but they do. It's a game. They're playing with you, and you're going to lose because they did the math. Speaking of that, people send us questions all the time at TalkingRealMoney.com, and literally this one just came up in rotation. Boom. Kismet. It's kismet. That It's a Karma? miracle Okay. that we got this question because all the right. subject, Tom, is annuities. Ah, I love this question. Sent in, written in to TalkingRealMoney.com. I did a bad thing. I was talked into an annuity by my advisor, who I thought was a fiduciary. Until recently, I thought I had one of the good annuities, but once I did the math, I found that I have a horrible annuity. (laughs) I love this guy's writing style. It's an indexed annuity based on the S&P 500. Mm -hmm. And how they pay is too complicated for this post. Are you kidding? It's too complicated for a 24-hour day. Are you kidding? It's too complicated for the agent who sold it. Most of them don't understand how it works. Clue. Uh, Had I just put my money into the S&P 500 instead, I would have $231,000. But alas, I have a meager one hundred and fifty-nine thousand dollars, a seventy-one thousand dollar difference. I was going to say eighty, so rounding. In other words, it cost me seventy-one thousand over the last four years. See, that's the price of that guarantee. Yeah, that's the trade-off of which I spoke earlier. Yes, that's correct. That's why I said this was kismet that this came up. Yeah. My is question, there a question is, here? Oh, okay, yes, yes, my ah. question is, we have a setup. You know, 
I got to tell you, <laughs> you are the most un, impatient, not unpatient, impatient question answerer. I haven't had anything to eat all day. I am starving, so please. You know, you, as your father probably used to say when you were in the back of the station wagon, yeah. you should have thought of that before we left. <laughs> That's a good point. Uh, oh, now that you mentioned that, I got to do that too. <laughs> okay. So wait a minute. Okay. Hey, my, my question is. <laughs> yes. I may just turn this one into a video cast too because it's funny. My question is, should I get out of this thing now and pay the current surrender charge of? How much? Six percent after four years. <gasps> Instead uh, of waiting five more years to get out from under the surrender charge, miserable years. If so, would it be wise uh, to plunk this money into an S and P five hundred index fund? This money represents fourteen percent of my overall portfolio, mm-hmm. and I am fifty-seven years old. Thanks, guys. Love your podcast. I hope this message helps reinforce to your listeners that annuities are horrible. Well, they're not horrible. They're very, very good for the people According who to, sell them. Oh, oh, for the people who sell uh, them. Yeah, yeah, it's a right, matter of your right. perspective. So, what so should picky. our what should our correspondent? Yeah, I mean, this do? is this is something that I'm going to steal from you because you said this ten years ago once when we were talking about this. Mm-hmm. This is a case of you can pay me now, or you can pay me later. Yeah, yeah. yeah. where you're going to have to bite down hard and pay the six percent on the what did he say hundred and hundred and fifty. Well, no, uh, yeah, 159,000. Yes. Yeah, 160. So there's six plus half of that, nine grand. Uh, yeah, rather than waiting it out another four or five years. Here's another idea, though. You could do the 10% a year that you can take out without paying the surrender on. And then at the end of that, take the rest of it out. Yeah. There's here's, another way. Here's the let me put the question in the form of a question, kind of like Jeopardy. Uh, are you okay, personally, putting your money into an index fund that might next year, the year after, the year after that, go down a lot and cause your value to decline well below the $150,000 that it's going to be when you pay that surrender charge? Because that could happen. You must be comfortable with that. You must understand that when you go into a stock equity fund, yes, you can make more as you would have done, but you can also lose. Whereas yeah, with this index way, annuity, you're not going to lose principal. Yeah, and back to that for a moment, he said something about moving it in the S&P 500. As you know, we would, we'd rather see you more a global approach. We'd rather see you have some small value, et cetera, other asset classes in there. We'd prefer so, diversification. Yeah. yeah, thank you. I, I would say bite down hard, take my lumps. Uh, I don't know when your surrender date is because sometimes they come up at the end of the year. Since the end of the year, maybe wait till early next year to do it. But I would do it, clean it up, get on with my life. Oh, yeah, that is a good point. I hadn't thought of that. If your surrender charge goes down in yeah. the beginning of 2022, time. Yeah. wait till then. Sure. Uh, otherwise, but again, I want to reinforce this, the fact that while this is what the trade-off is, this is the trade-off we always talk about. Okay, I want to make more money, but I don't want to take any risk. Well, there's your trade-off. You you made less money, but you were in a product that in a bad year was not going to go down. It just would sit there. But the insurance company knows how that trade-off works, and it's in their favor. Take our risk quiz. Go take the risk quiz at TalkingRealMoney.com and then build a diversified portfolio that's going to be a little less scary if you're going to do this. 
And we're not saying the market goes up all the time. No. But I will say this. Three out of four years, stocks are up. It's about 75% of months, stocks are up. So when you make this bet that you've readily, Don's just talked about, well, but I have a guarantee, you're really betting against the house because the house is saying, nah, we know things kind of go up over time. Mm. And guess what? House going to keep a lot more of your money. That's just the way it goes. They kept $71,000 to compensate themselves for eliminating that perceived risk for you. That was the price. Excuse me. All right. I think that does it for another podcast, don't you? <laughs> I think it it does for me. I know that. You got to go weights. eat something. I got to go. I got to go eat. All righty. Uh, remember, you can away. call in questions to us at 855-935-TALK, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Oh, we forgot to mention in the last podcast, what is oh, the big what? event that we did not mention? Christmas. That's not the one, but hey, New if Year's. you like, send your Christmas gifts to My birthday's Don not McDonald's. far away either, by the way. For, well, oh, I shouldn't say, yeah, okay. Yeah, you- No, you, what? You got kind of a double dipping thing going there. Oh, my birthday's at the end of January. And frankly, as you get this age, you're just glad to get another birthday to you live that long, but that's a whole other thing. I have told uh, everybody, yeah. please do not give me anything this year. That well, way I don't have to worry about you. I just don't well, want to buy gifts. That's true. That's a good point. I'm sending okay. all the kids I'm sending all the kids five twenty nine money. I, which I do I do I do the holidays and I'm I do the, their birthdays. Yeah, that's my shopping. I'm shopping I in think Utah. That's smart. Well, it's, they'll thank you one day for it. No, they won't. I'll be uh, dead. You probably will be. But here's the thing. We do have a pretty special event coming up in late February. And if you're in the Seattle area, you can come and see us. Yes, you'll have to have a vaccine. Yes, you'll have to wear a mask. Yes, it will be indoors. Yeah, there's a trade-off that I just mentioned earlier. Or if I'm actually going to wear an oxygen tank. <laughs> And a scuba that look up on yeah. stage with yeah. your wheelchair oh, yeah. and That's oxygen. Do. Here's Don McDonald. <laughs> Welcome it's to called, Retire Meet. Thank you. Retire Meet 2022 <coughs> includes the two cough. of us. I think you should turn your mic off. That it includes Apollo Lepescu. It includes estate planning specials on Social Security on housing. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, I got a special on Social Security. Uh, Social Security special on aisle three right now. Yes, I will sell you a guarantee. That's not a bad business to go into. I think I will. It's called insurance. Send me a lot of of money. Tom, we already did that. It's called insurance. Oh, okay. I'll make sure your benefit doesn't go down in 20 years when they're bringing less money in. Attention, Kmart shoppers. Social Security (laughs) values at the blue light. Well, it is the holiday shopping season, Don. So, okay. So all those things, one place, one day, Saturday, February, now I'm going to forget, 26th. I think I have that right. And if you'd like to join us. You also notice nobody has desk or wall calendars anymore. So we kind of look around, we're going, what's the date? But it doesn't go into 2022. At any rate, please join us online, in person. It'll be fun. If you come in person. Yeah. The thing that Don promotes every year more than actually the education part is the sandwich. The wonderful sandwich that they make at Maidenbauer. They make a mean and by the way, sandwich. I still have 15 of those vegetable sandwiches in my refrigerator. Nobody, you, you know, people, claim, people claim. People yeah. claim. Oh, oh, yeah, oh, do you have a vegetarian, yeah. a vegan uh-huh. offering? Yeah, yeah. We, we put it out, and even this the vegans, every time. Even the vegans are going, 
I'm not at home and nobody's watching. I'm having chicken. <laughs> where's the, where's the roast beef? Where's I love that, that turkey. Ah, yeah. So uh, it's it's a great event. This is Don's idea eight years ago. I told him he was crazy. Might still be crazy, but it's he worked. A lot of people have attended. And please, here it's easy to sign up. All right, all you mm-hmm. have to do all you have to do is go to retiremeat m e e t m e a t sorry m e a t Speaking of roast beef, and you can sign up right there. The virtual session is free. So mm-hmm. if you're listening to us in Alabama or Florida or wherever, Arizona, you don't want to come to Seattle in February, which I certainly can understand having just come here yesterday, <laughs> uh, <laughs> pretty much said, uh, really? Let's get the heck out of here. Retiremeet.com. Join us. It's going to be a great day, whether you're there oh, or you online. Think? You think? Yeah, I do. Oh, okay. I, do. I appreciate your confidence because apparently, so. uh, you know, I mentioned in yesterday's podcast that somebody wrote us a bad review. Yes. And, oh, that's the uh, pitch. Well, okay. no. The, here, here. This is this is. <laughs> now, I want to. I want to. I want to ask you all. Do, do we? I mean, every once in a while, we're having fun, right? Do you smile when you listen to the podcast? Yeah, I think you probably do. Well, this I read this last week, but I want to read it again, Tom, because you didn't oh, hear okay. it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we got a one star review on Apple Podcasts. Is this something I really need to hear? And this was right next to a, a review that was five stars that said, mm. these chuckleheads might save your future. <laughs> I kind of like that I one. I like that one. Chuckleheads. Uh, I never heard anyway, that. Uh, this one, this one is mm. just this, apparently, it doesn't, oh yeah, Brian Brian S, that the middle name is Brian Scrooge. Brian Scrooge <laughs> wrote this. Uh-huh. Don't want a comedy routine. To learn about finances. Okay, let's make it more serious. <laughs> Aren't they no all flipping serious? Really? Online too. Yeah, got Aren't it. All the financial shows serious. And then he says, "Just another, just another infomercial for their services." Mm, yeah. Did we push our services at all this one? I don't no. think we even mentioned anything. Don't pay for financial advice. Do it yourself. It isn't right rocket now. science. I could make you big money, easy. Yeah, that's really not even subliminal. <laughs> I when you, thought I'd say when you that. Do they'll, they'll make us cut that out anyway. So what the heck? Okay. It's not rocket science, by the way. And, and what's funny about that review is the fact that we tell people to do it themselves all the time. Yeah. But we also tell you that if you can't handle it, it's not rocket science. As I said last week, it's not rocket science. It's behavioral science. Yeah, no, it's it not the science. it's not the complexity that gets people. It's this thing. This. But brain. I will say one thing about that because someone just wrote me last night and said, "I'm thinking about hiring you." Da da da. But the changes you suggest in my portfolio aren't that massive. Here's the thing. That's not what we talk about. That's no, not but what it's. We a, do. I know, but it's a recipe. Yeah. That's like saying I'm going to make beef bourguignon but i'm not going to include the whatever wine you bourguignon you have wine. It all in there you it would be the bourguignon wine okay that's thank why you. it's you called have... beef bourguignon <laughs> you have to have all the parts like, of the recipe I, if you're going to make beef bourguignon and you don't you put in the cabernet no that's not the wine you use chicken cordon bleu without the chicken i mean you have to have all parts of the recipe in or, there or, or the it cordon. doesn't work i don't even know what that refers to (laughs) but you have to so it while yes you're right you can just own a couple of index funds. nothing wrong with that Mm -hmm. it turns out that doing it with a little more sophistication has made a difference put it that way all right how's that wow big pitch that was emphatic on tom's 
part. Got it out of his system. Now, go grill yourself a cheese sandwich or something. Yeah, what I'm going to have. Yeah, okay. I'll find or, something. You know, the dog, just go out the door to the left. The dog's kibble's in the laundry room there. <laughs> Serve yourself <laughs> up a good between bowl. between a piece of bread? Yeah, okay, yeah. good. All right, All right, have a good one. Have a great lunch. Have a great whatever you're going to have. Uh, please join us for all future podcasts forever and ever until the world ends and tell your friends too. And thanks for listening. I'm Don McDonald, Tom Cox over there, hanging out, enjoying ourselves as we talk real money. Talking real money. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for informational, educational, and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future, so past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Appella Capital, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That's a wrap.